0: Agritourism. Yeah,
1: okay. So what's the craziest idea you ever heard that some places do around the country?
0: Oh my gosh, I'm not sure. You don't
1: have to name, (laughs) name, or anything you just thought that's wild, or is it pretty standard?
0: There's some farm that they'll get a giant pumpkin, raise it up really high, and then drop it on a car and it <laughs> smashes the car. And I'm like, that's such a waste of a pumpkin. <laughs> 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 I don't right. want to do that. But um, get the car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who cares about the car? Although the
1: that pump? could be big on TikTok, <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah. But. This is a pumpkin spiced podcast. This is the epitome of autumn you can't get better than this we are in the heart of apple picking pumpkin everything at vala's pumpkin patch farm with kelsey vala donovan welcome to omapod thank you for having me it's wonderful being here
0: awesome thanks for having me on yes appreciate appreciate it. it
1: that's been a lot of fun i just got the full tour i experienced smells and sights and sounds that were incredible i got the behind the scenes cider and everything you've got going what a crazy operation it is here (laughs) what's your favorite thing about being out here this time of year
0: oh gosh there's too many things but i think that there's really something magical about the fall season that speaks to people and i can't quite put my finger on it but There's just excitement in the air in the fall season. People want to come out. They want to pick pumpkins. They want to have the sights and smells of fall. There's something very nostalgic about it, and so I think that's what just makes Val is really special that people can come out year after year and get their fix on everything fall.
1: Do you have any statistics on return visitors? I'm sure anecdotally, many people that you meet have been coming out year after year, if not a lot of times within the season. But do you have yeah. any hard data on that at all? We
0: don't have hard data exactly. We do have a lot of season pass holders, yeah. so over probably 10,000 season pass holders. That wow. Those are people that come out multiple times during our season and they might only come out and grab dinner or come out for a couple hours with the kids and that's like a huge benefit that they don't have to come out, spend their whole day here to get their money's worth. They can just come out several times during the season. So we have a lot of people that really love that and enjoy that. And just anecdotally, we do see a lot of returning guests year after year and even just our seasonal staff that come back year after year and we give them all season passes and stuff so it's fun seeing a lot of our seasonal staff like when they're not working they get to come out with their families and thousand
1: employees is that right
0: we actually have about 1300 this year
1: 1300 seasonal employees here incredible the parking just the employee lot I was getting lost wandering around I'm like where am I that was its own whole other uh, attraction and like you said so many familiar faces I'm sure do you have any as far as sales or the attraction wise like what's the most popular thing that people do here Mm
0: -hmm. oh so we have a lot of activities and rides now and people love coming it's hard to put your finger on one yeah. thing that people love to do because there's just so many things to do we're known for a lot of our attractions i would say the you pick stuff is the foundation of our business and so that's tying back to the nostalgic part that's i think what a lot of people they want to come out every year to pick their pumpkin and pick their apples and so i know that's very popular and then recently in the past probably five years or so we've really become known for our food so yeah then people coming out for our food have a hard cider, or that's become a new favorite.
1: What's your favorite thing here?
0: To eat. To or do and to, to do, eat, Yeah. I have a soft spot for the You Pick experience. Like I said, that's how my dad started this business. That's the foundation. And I think there's something really special about people going out on a hayrack ride yeah. and stepping on a farm when they've probably never stepped on a farm before. And so I think of this as like our farm that we get to share with people And they get to view it as their farm for a little while. And that's really special to me.
1: And started by your parents, as you said, Tim. Yeah, Tim and Jan Valla. Yes. And did you grow up here on the property or
0: nearby? We moved here on the property when I was seven. And before that, we lived in Papillion, where my dad had a farm market stand. He grew vegetables and sold them at this farm market stand for a long time. And then, yeah, we moved here. And I've been... Living here with my parents, all growing up and through high school and everything.
1: Brothers and sisters?
0: I have two older sisters. Okay.
1: And mm-hmm. what was it like growing up here? It wasn't what it is now yeah, then, I it remember, was but... A lot maybe, smaller Yeah, then.
0: It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I know during the fall season, my parents were so busy, but... We really found things to keep us busy, and actually, I got a lot of opportunity as a kid to do a little bit of my own entrepreneurial adventures. Like, I got to face paint, and I would set up pricing for that developed that skill and got to execute it. And so that was just a really powerful lesson for me growing up to be able to almost have my own little business in a sense. Yeah. I also got to play around with a lot of baked goods and making different baked goods and seeing how customers reacted to that. I think that was really influential to me like later coming back into the business. So it was really a lot of fun. And then in the off season, when we're not open, I got a whole farm I could play on. Yeah. What, What
1: at first before that, but what did your friends do sleepovers here yeah. had to been the greatest thing ever yeah. I mean, you had to just love that
0: my house was the house to come to and we got a whole farm we could roam around on so it was nice
1: but when the season closes and i know tim has spoken publicly about this as a all year round as far mm-hmm. as development thinking ideas and such but it does close to the public back then as a kid was it a big disappointment was it like all oh, these strangers aren't going to be on our land anymore what was it like when the season closed as a little kid
0: i was probably like i was i think it still to this day halloween is like a really it's like an emotional day for me I would think. because i'm ready for it to be done because it's just there's so much work yeah. and we're Our whole team is here all the time, constantly. We're working with guests and you get to Halloween and it's, oh, okay. We made it. That's great. But then it's also really sad because you miss people coming out and it's almost like a little bit finding your purpose again of, oh, I had so much purpose for a couple months. And then you have to just reorient and focus on the next season then.
1: It's probably like for us civilians, like January 2nd, you're like, okay, we're done with that. (laughs) But also a little sad it's over, but also glad. And then it's, we got to do just regular life.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. I feel like I restart my new year um, in November.
1: And so you have this experience, and you go to high school, and you make a decision that some people might find odd or, or not unexpected, maybe is the right word, and you go off to New York City, mm-hmm. to NYU, originally to film school, which was interesting, and then eventually into the culinary side of things, mm-hmm. food school. Is yeah, that Yeah, food studies food was my major, yeah. Yeah, and did you have in the back of your mind, I'm done with this or was it always something you thought i'll come back to if i acquire these other skills and have the experience or did you just not know
0: i think i always knew i wanted to come back okay somehow yeah i think that i was instilled with some entrepreneurial spirit that my dad had and i knew i wanted to work for myself and really I work for my family. I'm here in this business and always had that mindset of wanting to be back here and own this place with my family.
1: Yeah. And so you were gone, went through school and did some other cities and things, Mm -hmm. bigger location, Chicago. And then what made you decide to come back or why did you want to come back or tell us about coming back?
0: Yeah. So after college, I went to culinary school. I got some experience there. Again, knowing that I wanted to bring some skills back into this business and I wanted to qualify myself to work here really. And culinary school, I worked at a pie shop in Portland, Oregon and did that for a bit. And then, yeah, went to Chicago, worked at a fine dining restaurant, and then finally came back here into the business. And I joke that My parents built me a pie barn in order to (laughs) entice me back here because really all through culinary school and the restaurant world, I was really focusing on coming back here. And I knew I was coming back here, but it coincided with building the pie barn and wanting to get that taken off and wanting to make from scratch pies and uh, so it
1: was consciously i'm gonna take this job in yeah. portland oregon pie related and take what i learned yeah. back to the farm eventually mm-hmm. okay yep cool
0: yeah i knew at that point i was coming back and we were gonna do this pie barn thing and uh, so i wanted to Did you as much have a as I could.
1: specific time frame as far as that you were telling your family here it's going to be a year of this or two or was it just like working out the Logistics of the barn, or did, were you not um, sure?
0: It all synced up, and I don't really yeah. know quite how that happened, but. The
1: great pumpkin in the sky. Yeah. That's... <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> it was. I. I knew the pie barn was happening. It was a couple years out. I took that opportunity to go to culinary school and to get that experience. And then as that ended, I came back into the business.
1: Now, while you're gone doing all this stuff, meanwhile, this is turning into Disney Central, uh, growing just pretty massively. What were the big growth periods as far as going from what it was to what it is. Were you here for some of it? Or when you came back, obviously you'd come back and knew what was going on, but still moving back's different. And did you ever just go, this is incredible?
0: Yeah, I think there was a pretty good growth spurt when I was in college and I would come back every fall for a little, like for a weekend or something. And you could see that growth. And then after we started the pie barn, there was a lot of growth. I think the Pie Barn really set us on a trajectory of, hey, the second generation is back in the business. We want to contribute. We want to keep growing this place. And so we're going to make some conscious efforts to make sure every year we're adding something new. We're creating something exciting for the guests to look forward to for the next year. And the Pie Barn really this place on a whole new level in a way too just quality wise it's such a, yeah. a great experience and quality product that the rest of the farm really had to match it and i really think after that 2014 we started to see a lot of growth
1: this wasn't a surprise to you it sounds like you, this was a strategic plan as far as just we know if we do more of this it leads to more visitors and and kept it growing or was there an element of just wow this is really working
0: yeah, it, A little bit of both. I think that definitely my dad is a visionary. I think he has a really good sense of what works and what the guests will love and he has a passion for the business that you can see just in the execution of how we do things and but it wasn't all totally we didn't have a big 10-year plan that we were like trying to implement we're getting to that point now in the business because we've grown to such a point that we really need to have that 10-year strategic plan in place but at that point In 2014, we didn't have anything like that. We just were like, let's keep adding on. My brother-in-law was excited about the attractions and rides. And we added some of that stuff that he was passionate about. And me and my sister really love the food aspect. So we added more food. And really, it was taking some of our individual passions and bringing them all together in this business.
1: So then the two elder sisters... Are they involved in the day-to-day, too, and mm-hmm. everybody is all in on this? Is yeah, that okay? so
0: I have two older sisters, and then my brother-in-law, and then I have a husband in the business as well.
1: And does anyone still live in the vicinity, or is this now full-time attraction, or does it still has the working farm element to it?
0: Yeah, very much. We have about 450 acres of land that we're on, and so the majority of that land is crops. We have pumpkins that we rotate with corn and soy, and we have the orchard, about 55 acres of orchard, several acres of flowers. Most of the land is agricultural.
1: And so when you get to the off-season now and working with the family and putting together the longer-term vision... The new attractions have some element of following your personal passions, Mm -hmm. of course, and also what you guys' skill sets and what you've got Mm -hmm. going, I'm sure. But how do you develop, like we were talking before about rides, when you're taking on a new thing, how does that come about? Are you doing any focus group things or just anecdotal things or things you hear about on tiktok or how do you develop (laughs) the the coming things here Well,
0: we're really involved in the agritourism industry and so we go to several conferences where other pumpkin patches and corn mazes also go and so it's a really nice tight-knit community and people are always so friendly willing to share ideas and open up and i think there's a lot of There's just a lot of feedback and community in the agritourism industry where we can bounce off ideas and get perspectives from other people from across the country and that's really neat. And then we're even going to amusement park conferences, we're gaining ideas, travel, if we see something neat in our travels like sometimes we want to bring that back and how can we make that work for our business here. So there's a lot of inspiration everywhere you're like we we
1: have to go to euro disney as a business trip and (laughs) write that up
0: there's all (laughs) kinds of ideas out there from these different
1: where do you guys stand up when you go to these things say for cities of our size or bigger do you go we're leading this world
0: yeah we're one of the biggest in the country i would think Um, yeah for sure my dad started this business 39 years ago so we're one of the first ones and then he's been really aggressive about growth not not because he was being strategic, but because he just was so passionate about the business. If he could sing when he was starting out this business, he could sink every last dime that he earned back into the business he would yeah and my mom was like hold on we have to feed our children as <laughs> right. well so she balanced him out quite a bit
1: a fascinating look behind the scenes that i said the disney family of our region <laughs> here from what it's becoming incredible but kelsey Donovan, thank you for the time appreciate it and thank you for coming on
0: Yeah, thanks for having me